0: A new year is upon us and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome
1: online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us
0: and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. (laughs)
1: and most importantly though in 2022 we're supporting two amazing causes we're fundraising for run for your mind as well as our incredible friend joe who's recovering from breast cancer check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them and as
0: always, we are looking to grow our like family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges, and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website, or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh,
1: have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hey Hit the, music. the news. It, 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 that, That's my line.
0: Yeah, but you've said it for, like, two series in a row. It's my turn.
1: No, no, c- come on. I, you get it, me, So, it's, I think that's down to me.
0: It's only fair. Hit
1: the, hit the music! For God's sake, Matt! Just hit the music.
2: Are you alone groupy and you enjoy your run? back like to take it easy, you
3: shooting a like a gun.
0: Matt, I'm turning over a new leaf. All right. Brand new series. It is. Um, we've got loads of new segments. Right. Loads of new stuff to do. So, so you right. know what? I'm going to do away with the dad jokes.
1: Okay, fair enough. I think that's a good idea. That's a wise choice.
0: Yeah. I, I, you've got you've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's and right. I,
0: and I should have given up on those. A
1: long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, should have. To be fair, uh, speaking of re- resolutions Donna told me one of her resolutions the other day um, But I wasn't listening uh, She gave me right telling off Said it was always goes in one year and out the other <laughs> <laughs> you, the,
0: you, the way you say ear Sounds a lot like the way you, y- you say year Because you're like really common in Yorkshire So I couldn't <laughs> It took it took my brain a second to process the
1: joke That, that, was, that, that, that was the joke people yes, It goes in one year and out the other Yes, thank, you. thank
0: you for tractor. A
1: tractor. And thank you for taking up
0: the mantle <laughs> of um, looking like an absolute moron at the start of each episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to series six. Hey, episode one of the What the Fatley podcast. My name is Rob.
1: And I am Matthew.
0: And uh, and we're back, new year.
1: We are back, yes. Happy New Year to you and everybody listening.
0: Very happy new year to everybody. Mm. Listen, I hope it's been a good one, a good festive period for you all, whatever it is that you've chosen to do. Whomever mm. it is that you've chosen to spend it with, I hope it's been relaxing, I hope it's been fun. Um, and I hope you're ready, reinvigorated and uh, prepped to take on the world in 2022, whether that is running or um, or otherwise in, in the rest of your, your lives. Um, mm. But we're back. Yeah, we we've had we've had our longest break we've ever had. I ever. know it's,
1: it's been it's been great to be fair. To it, has, be it has been nice. It has been nice. It I was had,
0: nice. And at least like a week and a half where I didn't do anything. I've started recording uh, interviews for, for this yeah. new series, so I have been so you've been
1: proactive then, yeah.
0: Proactive, yeah, I am. Mm. Um, however, uh, I did have a good a good week off. It was quite nice not having to edit and mm. record and talk to you for a week. Yeah. I had a we I had up
1: ten days off work and ten days of that one in isolated. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been sick the whole time. How are you feeling <laughs> now though, buddy?
0: You're better all now, good, You're...
1: yes, all oh, all oh, fantastically well. Yes. COVID free. Uh, and, and lungs feeling feeling fresh. So yes. All good, mate. Thank you.
0: Hopefully. Still give them a wide berth. I mean mm-hmm. it's Pro- probably just because he's been farting a lot, so you know, I'm giving one <laughs> anyway. But uh, right, okay, so uh, brand new series, new segments, loads of good stuff coming up this series, Matt. Why don't you tell everybody what's on the episode today?
1: Yes, uh, obviously we're going to be talking about how our week's in running have been. Uh, I found an article in the in Runners World magazine that I want to talk about as well about body, but body positivity. Uh, yeah. I think that that incorporates a little bit with resolutions and stuff, and losing weight and all that sort of sort of uh, jive. So, I want to have a quick chat about that. Uh, Look at you got, with your little Segway. I know, yeah. I like Good night. Like yeah, <laughs> I've been sorry, off I'm... for a week. I've been doing some homework, so uh, yes, uh, I've got the Bema uh, part one segment uh, with Ben and Emma. Uh, the interview with the awesome John Pickup. Uh, Statman John and Statman Jack segment.
0: Oh, <laughs> Don't call him Statman Jack. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be
1: hell to pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> And then back to the usual stuff with the roll calls and the thank yous. Thank you. And a very special roll call we've got. It this is. Yeah. For people uh, for People do- doing their 2021 challenges and big mileage or races that they've uh, they've been proud of. Yeah, it's going to be a good one this time, this, yeah. uh, this week.
0: Yeah. Reviewing 2021. If it we've is. Had some yes. Great submissions from you guys. So looking forward to mm. shouting you all <laughs> out to round out the first episode of the series. Now, um, Matt, I know you said you've been isolating. I guess the big question I've got for you from a how's your weeping perspective is how have you found getting back out? Because I know that you've only got back out running New Year's Day uh, yeah. and, and Sunday, and I know that because you've ran with me both times. Um, I did. But uh, how's it been? How, how's the lungs been? How's the chest been? Have,
1: have, you, have you feel any remnants of the old vid? Uh... Th- Chest a little bit tight. I mean, when we, we did part run on uh, on on Saturday, Malouses, uh, and the first lap felt fine. I felt okay. Obviously, we were going at quite a slow pace because there was a bit of a bottleneck and stuff like that. But then we pushed it and uh, got towards the last last half a mile, and the lungs felt tight. Uh, I could feel like some some stuff. Down in there that wanted to <laughs> find its way up. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> a very nice way of saying you got yeah. web in your throat,
1: wasn't it? Yeah. But yes, uh, somebody overtook me uh, with about 400 meters to go, and I was like tried pushing to catch him. I'm like, no, no, you can have it. It's yours. Yeah. So no, uh, yeah, it us. was yeah, it was it was tough, uh, but it was good to test test see where I see where I were, uh, and obviously me and you, and um. Oh, who was <laughs> I forgot her name. We're sarah the sarah, that's the sarah one. from sarah. Yeah. It's a good sorry, job sarah. she doesn't listen to this podcast, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um yes, uh, we went out and did eight miles today and I felt yep. pretty comfortable to be honest. Yeah, the, the chest feels fine and I feel completely COVID free, so uh fingers crossed we can kick on with uh with, with training for this ultra that we've uh, that I've, sorry. No, stop <laughs> the, it's it's the same way. have I've done no such thing. I know, I know, yes. But yes. It's good to be back out after having 10 days uh, sat in the house, twiddling my thumbs and having to talk to Donna for a bit. So, uh, yeah, it's been good to get out. Poor Donna. <laughs> poor Donna, yeah. But it is poor Donna. Sorry, Donna. Sorry, Donna! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yes, it's been good. How, how, how's your week been going, mate?
0: I always wait for you to ask me back. You always forget, don't you?
1: I don't forget. It's just I'm finishing what I've got to say first. No, if
0: people want to your... listen. There's always an awkward silence when you've forgotten Because <laughs> <laughs> you're rude and you don't want and you don't and you don't care what I've done in all. <laughs> I um, do,
1: care. do
0: care. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I mean you you know most of it because I was with you. Mm. Um but, it, but it's been great. I uh I feel like I had a bit of a chat with uh I went to the pub with uh, Paul uh, Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Alex as well, Alex runs, uh, oh mm. wait, I think she is anyway. Uh, they, they'd been for run around the Valley. They gave me a quick call. They said, Rob, we're in the Belfry, your local pub. Mm. Um, do you fancy coming down for a beer? I couldn't really say no, could I? And of course I wanted to see them. So I went down I was having a chat with, with Alex, who's doing Pendle away in a day with you, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was saying that, you know, there's a lot of pressure on her. She's, um, persevering with it. She's doing really well, but you know, it's, it's, it, it is quite stressful and, and, you know, thinking about taking on that big distance and it got me thinking that, actually, I've had a lovely, like, probably past 10 days in running since we recorded episode 12 of last series. Like, hmm. I've, I've, I've done a couple of park runs. Um, I've got some long runs in. I've done a little bit of speed work. And it's because I don't really give a shit, mate. I've got nothing that I'm bothered about. I don't, I'm not training for anything. I'm not yeah. panicking. I'm not worried. I'm not on a plan. I'm just, I'm running with people every time. I'm not running on my own. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting out, I'm just waiting for people to drop me a text and say, hey Rob, or I'm reaching out to people uh, I'm getting to run with different people I'm getting to help people on their plans um, I went out with my friend Claire, just between Christmas and New Year. she'd not been out for a while um, since Chester Marathon so we we got out and we had a good run and that was nice, and chat chatting to catch up um, I've been getting out with, with Paul, again fat lad from Woodhouse mm-hmm. uh, wonderful guy who's getting on his uh, weight loss and running journey, uh, he's doing awesome I'm getting out running with him uh, it, it's been great running with you running with McPaul. Paul. I, I honestly, mate, I, I can't, you know, me, I'll find negative in anything. Um, when it comes to running, I'm all in my own head, but I really, really enjoyed it. Went out on, uh, last week with you. Didn't, didn't we, we went, we all mm-hmm. went out. And did, oh, sorry. You weren't there. <laughs> no, you, you were isolated. I mm-hmm. went out with Ben and Jordan and JP and McPaul, and we did uh, an eight and a half mile loop round, uh, round the beautiful sights of Bridge. It's lovely, mate. I, 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 honestly I, I don't want to go on about it, but I'm 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 really enjoying running at the moment.
1: Yeah, so we with, with you having no goals and no nothing to train for, it's, it's got no you've got no pressure on yourself, have you really? So there's no. nothing to Yeah. I like no. it. I like it. Mm.
0: Exactly, exactly, yeah. So um mm. so yeah, I mean it's me in it, so I'll find a way to like hate myself within a week. But at the moment <laughs> I'm in a pretty good place.
1: Yes, that's good to hear. Man. And speaking of having goals, I think that that moves us on to what we're going to be talking about in a minute. Um, having that pressure on you to to achieve them goals and New Year's resolutions, and that's why I come on to this uh, this um, article in uh, Runners World. Uh, a lady called Shafira, uh, she's promoting body uh, body positivity, and also yep. Lucy. Uh, I saw a post she did the other day about BMI and stuff like that, and and being the fittest she's ever been uh Despite what BMI says and all this sort of stuff, she says yep. she, she, she's, she's tall, she's she's got a bum, she's got a tum, and all this sort of stuff. But um so having that image of yourself, people people think you're not a runner. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you get what I mean? So yep. this this lady in in uh, runners world, she used to be a size eight, uh and she, she she'd eat an apple a day or, or a piece of salmon every now and then, and she had she had an eating disorder. Uh, and she was un- unwell and emotionally unstable, but to look at her, people would think she's a picture of health now she's put weight on and she's she's a runner and she's she's fitter and she's healthier it's people don't see her as as a runner and I think this brings us on to setting goals for losing weight. Are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it for the 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 how can I how can I put this? I'm not going to articulate what I'm trying to speak. What I'm trying to say, but are you doing it for your, Are you doing it for the right intentions? Yeah, is what I'm trying, yeah. To, trying to say. Are you setting these goals because you want to do it, or are you setting these goals because BMI has told you you need to do it, or yeah. numbers have said you want to do it, or you've it's looked at mean yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's pretty much the media. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just set the goals with the right intention i know lu says it just do you find your own personal uh self and love yourself i mean i think we all we all do it i mean i did it today the photo you posted uh on on stuff you might catch yourself in the mirror mirror and see yourself a little bit different lose a bit of weight there and lose a bit of that but be confident in yourself first i'd say
0: yeah. And, and, you know, and, and yeah, and, and it's it's a
1: good observation
0: because you did put on, on that picture that I put on, on social media, you, you put, oh, God, what do I look like? Mm. And, 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 I know, I know we were having a taking the piss and having a bit of banter. And I put, that's what you look like every day <laughs> Um, in reply. But I, I meant it like you did. You just look normal to me. There was nothing mm. about, I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh, God, is there something like, is there, does he look bigger than he actually is? Is there something um, mm. that, you know, does his face look forlorn? Does Is his hair in a bad way? Like, I couldn't figure out what you were talking about, if I'm honest. That, I was being mm. honest with you. I was just like, you just look like you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I but, understand what you mean. But yeah, like, like I said, people set these goals. And I just want you to set the goals and, and the, the resolutions, because obviously it's New Year, New Me, and all that sort of stuff. But set them with the right intentions, is what I'm trying to say.
0: It's... It's a really interesting and, and very well put point, Matt. I know you don't like um, having to do that bit. I know you like mm. to react rather than be the lead on these segments. So well done, because I, I thought you you found that, you researched that, you thought it'd be a good segment to do, particularly with the time of year. And I think mm. you absolutely nailed the explanation there. And the thing that I always think about is uh, somebody, I read, a it's it's quite a famous kind of quote, but it's like, fit, not skinny. Mm. And um, and there is this real pressure on us to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to be a certain version of ourselves because the media portrays it, because we see it on Instagram that a certain person looks uh, that way because they have long legs or they have big muscles or whatever it might be, uh, whether we're men, whether we're women, anything in between. So. I always give an example, and um, we were talking about this a little bit. I think when we were running today, yeah. I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, and he won't listen to the podcast anyway. My best friend from when I was a kid, um, he's uh, uh, he's always been a broad lad. He's been, you know, he's he, he's stocky, and his mm. weights yo-yo throughout our our kind of childhood uh, and, and and adolescence, and then into adulthood, he's been really thin. At uh, his biggest, he's been in the 20s from a stone's perspective. Mm. Um, now uh, he's a very very good footballer always has been when we were kids he was one of those he always he makes the joke himself that uh, no one expects the fat lad to be able to play yeah um and uh, and he can he's a really good footballer now he put a lot of weight on in recently. he's just had some kids he's in his 30s he's put a lot of weight on and um and he went back to he he did this man versus fat football which is this amazing thing where it's like a five a side football league but um you're not just playing against other teams um to, to beat them in a, a, a league, so in a you know whoever wins the most games, you're also playing against them for which team can lose the most weight over the course of All the right. season, which is a great concept. Yeah. And the point the point I'm getting to is that so I had I went for a beer with him between Christmas and New Year when I was back in Witness. and we were chatting on about it, and he said that he's actually taken up running. Right. And he's always said to me, look, I love you, I love your bones, but don't ever try and make me do a part run with you, or I'll kill you, because he, he hates running. And when I sat down and talked to him about it, he said, look, I'm at the skinniest I've ever been. I've lost six and a half, seven stone. And he, he is. He's rake thin at the minute. And, he, and you know, aesthetically, he looks amazing. Mm. And all he gets is compliments. This is what he said to me. All I get is compliments. Matt, you've lost so much weight. You've done this. You've done that. Um, you look the best you've ever been. You look 10 years younger, blah, blah, blah. But he said, I'm struggling to play football. What? He said, because my cardio, my cardio not there. Mm. he said i've lost i've been on this i've been on weight watches I've been on this calorie deficit, but I don't do any cardio mm. apart from playing football once a week yeah. so he said he said i need i need more than that so even though i just think it's quite a nice uh, kind of reflection of the fact that he's kind of looked into himself and gone well everyone's telling me i'm there that i've done it i've achieved it but the reality mm. is and he said to me he wants he wants to have another crack at 11-a-side football because it's been a good few years since he's done it. And he said, I want to go on. I want to get that done.
4: Mm.
0: But he's like, there's no way I can play 11s in the shape I'm in now, yeah. no matter how good I look.
1: Aesthetically, yeah, yeah.
0: Aesthetically, right, right, yeah. <clears throat> and it does it, – it brings up that question of fit, not skinny. Mm. And um, and, and I think it is it is a really interesting – there's two sides to it, really, isn't it? The first is uh, the point you've made very, very well, which is about – why are we doing these things? Why are we setting these goals? Are we setting these goals because we want to set them, because we want to achieve them? And I've seen everyone putting their goals on Instagram for 2022, and it's amazing to see whether that's weight loss, whether that's a certain time over a certain distance, a certain number of miles, whatever it might be, it's incredible.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: are we doing them for us? or Are we doing them because we're perceiving that we need to do them that way because that's what society tells us? And I think that's a very difficult conversation to have with yourself because it's very hard to look inwardly and think, oh actually have I just got a bit carried away because I've been susceptible to what people are telling me and that's not a very nice thing to have to self-reflect on but it is an important one because you can ultimately find yourself getting into this cycle and this cycle of again I just need to lose a little bit more I just need to go a little bit faster I just need to do a few more miles and it can be unhealthy because to my point which I think ties into yours is that we can do an awful lot of one thing whether that's dieting whether that's a certain type of exercise um whatever it might be um but it doesn't necessarily make us the healthiest version of ourselves what's going on on the outside doesn't necessarily mean that what's inside is in the best condition and we're not getting any younger are we so <laughs> i think i think it's all about you know if, if if you're taking advice you take advice from the right people mm-hmm. uh, speak to medical professionals speak to qualified um uh personal trainers qualified nutritionists if you want to go on this journey then, then 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 commit whatever research you can to it um and and yeah and i think the big point to so matt's original point is you need to really make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and sometimes it's about having a real quiet word with yourself and thinking ah, is this actually what i want or am i just am i just trying to keep up
1: yeah <laughs> what, what rob said <laughs> he's so much better than me but yeah Exactly what you said, mate. Just, just, just do you. Just, just do it. Do it for the right for the right intentions. Everyone can have these goals. Everyone can set these targets, but make sure they're just doing just just doing for the for the right intentions.
0: Absolutely, and I'm sure Um, you will, and I'm sure you are, and I'm looking forward to
1: seeing. Yeah. Best of luck with it all as well. Yeah. Uh,
0: Brilliant. Okay, so with that being said, Matt, uh, Mm -hmm. for the first time this series, I think it's time we go and have a chat with uh, Ben and Emma, otherwise Mm -hmm. known creatively as Bemma um they're back to tell us more about their run journeys their antics we're going to be able to join in because you actually did run on new year's day exciting I'm times
4: did i did
0: i and might talk also... i might talk on this one. one oh that'd be nice for a change um and we're also going to be talking about uh the park run cup which has launched this week
1: what a draw that was i'm sure everybody listening has already seen who they've been put up against uh and i can't wait for uh, for it all to get started
0: excellent right should we get over and have a chat with ben and emma and we'll uh, we'll see how, where they've been on their part run exploits over the festive period.
1: Let's head over and have a chat with them. Well, seeing as uh, I I do nothing with this segment, mate, I thought I'd uh, I thought I'd start off by introducing our ben and themselves, uh, part run extraordinaires, Ben and Emma. Uh, how are you doing,
4: guys? Good, thank you. Is that Matt? <laughs> that what is me? Can, is can, me. I, can,
0: can, can I just say what a thoroughly mediocre job you did in it as well? Yeah.
5: Dearie me. You've been chewing what? toffees, Matthew. It's 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 unusual for him to join in, but when he does join in, he's terrible. He
0: sets a very low standard. Six, yeah. six series what? of ben, to be honest, mate.
5: New year, new me. It doesn't sound like it.
0: Uh, ben, all Emma, right, how are we right. doing? Happy New Year.
5: Happy,
0: happy new year. year happy new
5: series yeah. ah yeah series six let's go series six
0: let's get into it um so we're gonna get straight into it because of course for anyone who might be brand new to the show uh this segment is all about you ben and emma better known as bema the Parkrun powerhouses uh and uh you like to do a little bit of tourism a little bit of traveling around you like to uh, do the five K app challenges. So we like to find out every week about where you've been, maybe give some people ideas, some hints, some tips of new places to go for park runs, new experiences. Uh and maybe even send you some ideas for places to go in the future. So we're gonna launch straight into it with series six. We've got a double header, a double ender. That's not what I meant to say. Um well, You did cr- Christmas Day and New Year's Day park run. Both fell on a Saturday this year, which a bit of a disappointment, so no bonus park runs. Correct. Uh but you did two and you did two different venues, is that right?
5: We did indeed, yeah. Yeah. So uh I'll let Emma tell you about Christmas Day one. Uh
4: so that's one I've done a few times. So my brother lives down in Wales, uh in Barry, which whenever I say Barry, everybody goes Gavin and Stacy. Mm-hmm. So-
5: that's exactly I I what I was gonna do. What's the current? Whenever anyone asks me what you're doing for Christmas, what are you doing for Christmas I'm going down to Barry to uh, spend it with the girlfriend's brother. And family, it said. Oh, that's where they filmed Gavin and Stacey. I must have heard it about fifty times, honestly. Is <laughs> there anything you else? Go,
1: you've, anything you've gone else? to Barry? Is that where they filmed Gavin and Stacey? No, Matt. Cheap, cheap pop. Cheap
5: pop. Hey, Gavin. he was chipping in. He was chipping in. That's it. I'm his... how, was, awesome.
0: how, how was Barry then? It's a seaside town, isn't
4: it? Yeah. So we did Barry Island part run, which is on the promenade, um, which you do run almost past Marco's cafe that's in Gavin and Stacey. Marco. Yeah. I thought I thought
5: you meant Marco Del Wazio. Then I was like, <laughs> tell, I well tell it, tell it, tell, tell them what happened to our Marco.
4: He was supposed to be coming to meet us for part run because he lives in Bristol, so it's only an hour away. <laughs> uh, we arranged this a while back, and of course he got COVID, so he wasn't allowed out of the house. No,
5: he got COVID on Chris. Well, he he tested positive on Christmas Eve, so he had to message us to say that unfortunately he wasn't going to be there
0: very very rude of him Uh, Mm -hmm. however speedy recovery of course Mark is the most important thing if you've got Covid but uh, but Ben and Emma are disappointed in
5: you very very but bless him he's back out and he's uh, he's up uh, he's up and about running he's been out today we see so but anyway we're just we're Taking a segue from what we did, we went to Barry Park Run, didn't we? It was great. It was a good day. It's uh, it, as soon as we entered South Wales on the drive down on Christmas Eve, the heavens opened, and they did not stop, apart from the half an hour that we were at Park Run, which was amazing. Hmm.
4: Um, so we did it in fancy dress as Mister and Missus Santa, of course. I've, I've seen excellent. Mm-hmm. Which Ben spent the entire time. His jacket was coming off. His, oh. bel- his belt broke. And then I was running behind him, and his trousers had split. Like, thankfully, i shorts. What a
6: you?
5: What of you? Happy Christmas, everybody! What a cheap suit from Amazon. <laughs> um, Lots of people in fancy dress.
4: It was brilliant. It was a really good day. It was. It was a good. It
5: was a good one. You go out on the promenade. You climb up a bit. You go out on like a coastal path. Do a loop at the end. Come back down the same way. And then when you get to this when you get back to the start, you turn around, you go around a cone, which this year they had a had a different cone. It was somebody dressed as a cone.
4: Um oh, very clever. <laughs> wrapped
5: in tinsel as well. Wrapped in tinsel, yeah. And then you go and do it all over again. And yeah, it was good. It was a good day. Um lots of people were there and there were lots of people on the beach walking their dogs, but great park run, loved it. Did a few photos afterwards of uh, Marco's cafe and some of the little pictures that they've got of the characters outside and saw so, uh, so, so the sights of Barry Island. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. There's not a lot to see. You can see it all
4: that no. far. That's it.
5: And uh, then, uh, then we refuelled with all the turkey and all the trimmings and uh, had a great, great Christmas.
0: Absolutely excellent. I imagine, just as a quick segue, I've never done a, a seaside town park run. I imagine that on a good day, there are amazing, great views. Um, lovely routes, lots of stuff to look at, but on a bad day, if that wind's whipping the wrong way, it, it, I, I imagine they're pretty horrible, aren't they?
5: Yeah, yeah. I've done events on coasts before, and uh, Blackpool, I did Blackpool mm-hmm. hearts, and one way it was fine, and he turned the other way, and it was just like running with leads tied around your legs. It was just really hard with the headwind. so,
0: I yeah. Your, I think half your problem there, Ben, was the fact that you were in Blackpool, but anyway.
4: Well,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I added the Blackpool added the Blackpool Marathon. Uh, I think it was the half and the marathon at the same time. If, it, if it's the same race that you, you're talking about, and uh, yeah, it would it was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Big 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 shout out to anyone doing
6: Blackpool
0: <laughs> Marathon. <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, so what about what, what about New Year's Day then?
5: So New Year's Day, we decided we wanted a day out because it's one of our last days off from uh, work and stuff. So we thought we'd head over to the coast. And on the way to the coast, we decided to call in at Scunthorpe Park Run this weekend. First time doing it? First time, yeah. First time for a pair of us. Uh, Lovely park run, nice and busy. Um, Fairly flat. Fairly, yeah, it's pretty much flat. There was only a, ever such a gradual incline on both laps, but great park run. Really nice, nice park. Easy places to park. Oh, how many times did I just say park? <laughs> um,
1: I, I believe it's an unofficial 5K challenge that you've made up as well. In it, come thought.
4: Oh, it's it's not. We didn't make it up. <laughs> on the park run tourism app, and it is the body parts challenge. So I'll leave <laughs> one to the imagination. <laughs> the, the, the other Gunthor. two rude body parts is Peniston and get right. so Figure, figure <laughs> that one out yourself. Very specific body parts, aren't they, as well? Yeah. I wonder yeah, if there's yeah. any more. I think, I think there are. Rude is there? I think so. Yeah, We're yeah, looking. Yeah, there's, <laughs>
0: there's, there's got to be some actual body parts, like some leg in it or... In the, in the, the, town, or the town somewhere, somewhere
4: called
1: Swat, surely that was, that's a part of the <laughs> do you I'm live not, in I'm it I'm not
4: sure <laughs> you <bastard. laughs> um, anyway oh, like, um,
0: <laughs> so apart, apart from trying to complete um, you know part runs named after sensitive areas of the human anatomy uh, anything else to call out from Scunthorpe any, any any either of you get anything on the old 5k challenge app
4: no, um,
5: there's, there's a
4: challenge called Snakes.
5: Is it Snakes? Snakes, yeah. So you've got to get,
4: I don't know if it's 10 S's or something. 10 S's, yeah. So tick one of
6: those
5: off. But we didn't get any No positions, watches. no stopwatches. We were—we—we we didn't go to bed till late. And when we got, we had, Kat decided to disturb us at four in the morning. So we were both like zombies leaving the house in the morning. And I forgot to, what, because I'm down to the final few on my stopwatch bingo and position, I'm going to start writing them on my hand. <laughs>
0: About, like people do with the splits for marathons. You're doing
5: yeah, Exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not obsessed. no, no, no. I definitely am. Um so I forgot to do it. So yeah, we just we just ran and it was a fun run and it was quite interesting because a few people were being sick on the way round. <laughs> <laughs> you think was, uh, Emma ran past one lady, and what, what did she say? What did she do?
4: She said I shouldn't have had that last glass of wine last night. Yeah. And I said I think a lot of people are feeling like that today, don't worry. And
5: yeah. then like. <laughs> and then coincidentally, that same lady messaged me later to say, well, you were you uh, at a park run at Scunthorpe this morning? I went, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? She goes, oh, I think I spoke to you. I think I spoke to your partner. Uh, as she saw me, as I had to stop because I was whinging about having too much wine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Small world, yeah. uh, Instagram bringing hungover people together.
5: Yeah. There you go, there you go. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it was a great, it was a great park run to be fair. Nice and nice and fast, and there were lots of speedy people there. But yeah, we just had a good old uh, poot all round, and then we headed off to Cleethorpes and had a walk down the beach and fish and chips at Papa's on the. Uh, on the seafront there and uh, had a go on a few arcades and that was it. Nice. We headed home ready for the Park Run Cup draw. Which,
0: which brings us nicely on, of course, doesn't it? So definitely nice. uh, Spunthorpe yeah. and, uh, and Barry, both well worth uh, having a go at uh, if you're in the areas. But, uh, but that brings us on to the Park Run Cup, which, of course, we drew on New Year's Day uh, evening. New Year's Day evening, um, It
4: went really
5: bad. I thought you two were bloody brilliant. Thanks, mate. We had a Jesus. good time, we had
4: a good laugh.
5: Um made my mum we went to my mum's yesterday and I made her sit and watch the whole thing <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've
0: made
5: it, it, mum. I've made it. <laughs> there you go, mum. Look look at us. Find that handsome young fellow that you produced. Brilliant. That's me. By
1: you, I, 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 I bet you put it on Big Telly and all, ain't you?
5: No, no.
0: Picture no. picture. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I, I've got a question then, because I figured we've not really got anything to talk about from a part run cup perspective, apart from the fact that, you know, the, the draw's been done, you've got four weeks to do it, it's been great to see people really getting into the spirit and seeing those posts on social media, people being like, uh, you know, so-and-so, bring it on, you know, I'm going to get you, see some good local ties as well. But apart from that, there's nothing really to talk about, but I, I wanted to get a little bit of a, a hint slash tip from the experts... Always always willing for a bit of your tip, Ben. Um, So, (laughs) uh, penis. (laughs) So, um, what I wanted to ask was, and this is to Ben and Emma, what is going to be your approach as season part runners? Are you going to go out all four weeks and just have four goes at it, or are you going to train the body up to one at the end of the month? What do you think is the best way to go about it?
4: Will it be in January? And definitely, I know a lot of people have been feeling the same. Feeling super sluggish after eating and drinking everything after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I won't be hammering one this week, that's for sure. No. It's just
6: it's
4: just not happening. Not Plus, not 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 in the wheelhouse. Because I'm not a big mileage runner and I don't do a lot of races, I'll not be hammering four, five K's in a row either. No. So from my perspective, I'll I'll probably have a crack at a couple and play I, think the you need, I think you need to. <laughs>
0: Yes,
1: yeah. Matt, I bet you do. Oh, yeah, I forgot you, t- you two are <laughs> against each other, aren't you? How are you feeling about that, Matt? <laughs> yeah, not very not really good. I know she's got Ben uh, going to be helping her by her side, uh, so I'm not looking no, forward
5: to... to uh... No, 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 I, I've said I'll help her, but if we're going to go to uh, our pre-arranged destination where we're all going, um, mm-hmm. then it's an opportunity for me to have a crack at that one as well because there's not much flatter for us to try at and in terms of my approach i know how far off my pb i am mm-hmm. i don't think i'm going to get anywhere near it mm-hmm. um this weekend we're we're 5k challenge at uh, fibonacci we're hunting and that is not going to be a favorable course for a pb the weekend after we've already pre going to run with some friends so there's no point in just turning up and me going off like the clappers when we're meant to be running with them. So my approach is the next two weeks are going to be nice and steady. And then the third week we will be all together going towards and, and that's probably, yeah, that's probably when we'll uh, bring out the old fast shoes and uh, have a bash.
0: And go for it. But, I, I, yeah. I think that's good advice. I reckon if you're particularly feeling sluggish and off your PB to Emma's point, in terms of you know the the Christmas hangover and to Ben's point, they're not quite being in PB shape for whatever reason. Maybe just have a couple of weeks where you go and do a little bit of speed work and you're trying up your miles a little bit and just try and ease your body into it and then you can go all out in the last two. And then may- maybe the 22nd is a good one to aim for because yes. if it doesn't go well, you can have a second popping it on the 29th. Yeah, exactly that.
5: Yeah, if we if, if I don't get anywhere near it on the 22nd, then on 29th we'll be going somewhere that's... Flat as well, and uh, give it one last shot. But I still don't rate my chances because I reckon I've uh, I've got a bit of a dark horse in my draw. Mm. Laura Blackwell, I reckon she's uh, I reckon she's got a bit of speed heading there. Well, we and shall she,
0: we no. shall see. We shall see. Okay, lovely. So uh, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Emma. Amazing uh, as always. Looking forward to hearing where you get to next week, uh, Matt. Yes. Just checking you're still there. Um, yeah.
1: With, with I've con- that, I've, contra- I've contributed in this one. What's wrong with he you? Has. Yeah. He has. Yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. been here for once. And I part yeah. run, I knew he was a part run, New Year's Day, On a, a release date.
0: So
4: part runs for you, Matt. That's enough. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And,
0: and, and, and can I just tell you guys a, a little quick story about what happened? Um, we got stuck in a bottleneck at the start of uh, Millhouse's part Run, three lap park run. Uh, lots of people there for New Year's Day. We got stuck in a bottleneck going over a bridge. So the first mile uh, we got stuck in amongst a load of people and it, it was quite slow. So me, Paul, and Matt all said to each other, well, "I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's to make the best of it as it started thinning out. We were like, let's make it a progressive part run. So each mile, we'll try and get in the eights for mile two, in the sevens. It was in the ninth the first one, eights for mile three, sevens for mile uh, mile three, sorry. And then we'll have a sprint finish. It's got to be in the sixes. Seems pretty straightforward, but we'll see how, how close we get them all to each other. Make some graph porn um, on, on the way. Uh, so me, so we're running. We get to two miles. Which dickhead gets cocksure of himself and runs off? Take a guess. Out of the three of those people, which one of them is likely to run off on his friends?
5: Um, the biggest idiot, or should I say the smallest idiot there? Mm. I'm going for Matthew.
0: Yeah. So at two miles, Matt sprinted off into the distance without looking back. He does it all the time. He pretends like he doesn't know who you are. All of a sudden, he just pretends he's not with you, just fucks off. <laughs> so we're running. Um, at Matt, Matt, yeah, how nice. many seconds ahead of me did you finish?
1: But apparently it was uh, six seconds. It was,
0: it was it was, six seconds. It was six seconds, mate. Was it worth it?
1: No, it wasn't because my lungs no. were dying.
0: No, it wasn't because you were blowing out your ass, and me and Paul felt fine. So there's that's a, what a, you get. There's a
1: point, there's a turn point where you, you kind of pass each other and you look at each other and I did that like the international symbol for I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh Basically...
0: Uh, you're a dick and part of media. Um So with that, with that being said, Ben, Emma, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Uh, Matt, speaking mm. of graph porn,
3: yeah, a really nice
0: little segue. Uh, the king yeah. of graph porn. On Instagram. Uh, not actual porn, by the way. No. He's not in any movies before no. you go. He's a good looking lad, though, so don't go Googling it. You might find <laughs> something you don't want to find. Um, should we get over and speak to the main event? Should we go and chat to our guest, Mr. John Pickup. Find out all about his fundraising antics, the amazing amount of money he's raised for Make a Wish, and of course, his journey to London Marathon in 2021. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, mate, let's do it.
0: Right then, you lot. Welcome back. It is Series 6, and we're starting it off with a bang. A bit of a weird. Catch up with a weird chat as I'm not doing it over Skype and I can see him stirring holes into the back of me as I'm introducing this segment. Uh, we're talking today to a fellow Fatlick family OG, a member of the Core Squad, in fact, um, and, and also a co-host on another little podcast that I do. Uh, he's got many strings to his bow, he's a good pal, but most importantly, in this context, he is a very accomplished runner. Uh, a big fundraiser for Make a Wish. And uh, has just completed his journey to London Marathon in 2021 with big plans coming up in 2022. So we're going to learn a little bit more about him if you don't already know. And maybe I'll find out a few little nuggets that I wasn't aware of either. So please join me in welcoming my very good friend, Mr. John Pickup.
3: How are we doing today, dude? This is nice, isn't it?
0: it It's a little different.
3: Face-to-face.
0: Face-to-face. Always like face-to-face. We we recorded the football podcast last night. Half-cut.
3: Yeah, we're a little sober today, aren't we? Yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: so we'll take this one a little bit more seriously yeah. now. Um, you know the format of this. You know how we're gonna how we're gonna approach it, how we're gonna attack it. Uh, we're yep. just gonna let it flow, see how it goes. Find a bit more about you, your journey, the awesome stuff that you've done with your fundraising, uh, some of the accomplishments, and uh, and we'll get on from there. But let's start this in the same place we always do. Uh, my friend, tell us a bit about how you first got into running.
3: Well, for for me. I used to hate running in brutal honesty. So, I, I, well, you know, you know, I've been a footballer for a, a few years and uh, and really getting into running was as a result of stopping playing football, having kids, putting on far too much weight, not being able to lose it. And then, oh, I need to find something that's going to, you know, kind of take me to the next level. Um, and, and it was running. It took a little while to, to get into that groove and having had that hate-hate re- relationship with it, I, I, I really struggled at first. Um, And I went in with the mentality that I did with football of everything had to be 200 mile an hour and you had to nearly make yourself sick to actually, you know, achieve something. And when I first started, I was running 10Ks in, you know, a a decent time, but feeling like I could throw up every time I got back. And then you start seeing these guys that are doing it in 30 minutes and thinking, well... I'm struggling to break an hour. How can I ever get to that sort of level? I mean, I'm, I'm not, and I, I don't think I ever will, but uh, spoiler alert. yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah, spoiler there. But, um, but yeah, I, I then started to take it seriously. And I think there's definitely almost like a tipping point moment with running and it happened with me that it was a, oh, this is horrible and I hate this and I really, really don't like this. And then, ah, and then there was, it was almost like an epiphany. That's why people like it. And, and then from there, it's just gone from strength to strength and yeah, I love it now. So
0: so let's let us let us put the uh, let's put the story in the timeline. Uh, obviously, running came into your life a little bit later after the kids came along. Yeah. Uh, after the the football, I was going to say the football career waned, but it didn't. You still put on the boots for a masterclass every now and then. Um, but when did uh, so so what year did you start getting? It into was two
3: thousand nineteen. Uh, started oh, okay. two thousand nineteen. So um, so my friend ran London the year before, and. That was always something that I'd, I'd said, even though I didn't particularly like running, you know, there was always that little something in the back of my mind. i would watched it numerous times, like everyone does every year. I thought, you know, I'll do that one day when you're sat hungover on a Sunday morning, uh, watching everyone else kind of uh, don the trainers and get out. And um, yeah, his story inspired me to do it. And that, that's kind of what, what got me got me signed up. Do
0: you think in a way, it's an interesting, it's a funny, it's, it's quite a, an obvious one when you think about it, but I don't think I've ever really discussed it with a guest before. Do you think that in some ways maybe the idea of running a marathon, the the statement "I'm running a marathon," specifically even more so London Marathon, that maybe transcends running a little bit. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. it's it's like it's it's something that people like you just said will look at on the telly, even if they've got no interest in running, they go look at London Marathon and think. Yeah, that that that's that's just a, a generic for everybody bucket list item. If if I could do that, yeah, massive.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I like, think I think anyone could run a five k, you know, and train up to do that. But to actually run a marathon, you know, there's some prestige there. Absolutely. And and for me, and well, we'll talk about ultra training uh, a little bit later on. But growing up, the, the marathon was always a pinnacle, you know. And watching London Marathon being the pinnacle race of of the pinnacle of the sport, sort of thing. So yeah, there's so much prestige in running a marathon and. It was never, I'll do that and, you know, a throwaway comment. There's always that little something in the back of my mind. And, well, you've you've run marathons yourself. You know how how much commitment you need to do it. So um, I'm one of those guys that I'm all in. Once I'm in, I'm in. And and that's that. Um, So, yeah, 2019 is when it kind of all started, really.
0: So 2019, you've got the bug. You've seen a friend do the London Marathon. And you're thinking, right, this is for me. So it is the plan from day one. I'm going to run London Marathon.
3: Yeah 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 it was and
0: and how did you i mean obviously you've got the base in the sense of you were sporty when you were younger running of course is a very different discipline and you said yourself that it wasn't a particularly enamored relationship that you had Mm -hmm. with the concept of running or how to even do it so how does that journey progress as you get going how how do you learn to to prepare correctly for that marathon And, and, and and like you said to find that moment where you actually kind of fall in love with it
3: yeah I've got to be honest, I'm still learning. I think every, every run, you, you learn something from it. Um, early on, you, you learn quickly and you learn, uh, you learn a lot. So, you know, going from picking trainers, just something as simple as that. There's so many different things to consider when you're doing that. Um, looking at running coaches, potentially, looking at just plans and just getting out there. And as I said, you know, going and absolutely busting a gut to get a 10K in and, you know, feeling horrendous after it getting to a point where actually you've trained and you understand what easy running actually is. And I think a lot of people, you know, go through that that struggle every day and and it's getting over that is, is it's a really tough thing to do. And so many people will fall by the wayside, I guess, during that that period. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's, for me, there was a massive education piece right from the start and I, I just, I just got it. And as soon as I got that bug, then it's like, right, you, you want to do it. And, you know, you find people online, and we'll, we'll talk about online, I'm sure, but you start to find people that are doing something similar to you. And in brutal honesty, I, I think someone uh, last season, I think it was Jess, uh, she said that she set up Instagram um, as a way of kind of fundraising, and that's what I did. But then when I found other people that were doing the same thing that I'm doing, you just get hooked on it, and, yeah, yeah it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, most addictive drug in the world. Um, So... <clears throat> What are some of the early memories then? So you talked about getting the book. What were some of the things that contributed to that? Any races that you did early on that made you think, oh, wow, actually, yeah, I love this?
3: Yeah. Um. Well, my, my first race, so I started running, like I said, early 2019. I, I got the place. Um, it was for 2020. So I had quite a while to kind of, you know, get through the, the balloting process and, and get a place with Make-A-Wish. So... I decided that I needed to book a few races because I'd never really run a race apart from mm-hmm. school cross country and the hundred meters that didn't go very well. No. And um, and yeah, my first actual race was the uh, Manchester Half in uh, October two thousand nineteen. So that was my first first outing. I'd not even thought about part runs or anything like that that you know I've I've grown to love over the, over the, the last sort of eighteen months. Um, and and that was the first one, followed the week after by the Yorkshire Marathon, which. Uh, <laughs> That's a bit of a bit of a stretch i think for your first two races
0: oh absolutely but impressive so how, how, how did those races go
3: oh Manchester. well having a crowd and having people to run against because everything has been with headphones on my yeah. own uh up until that point and you know i'd not re- even joined a club or anything really it was all online um so yeah I, I was i guess a bit of a lonely runner but then getting that that buzz from the day um i wanted to break two hours that was my aim um it seemed like a decent enough aim and, and I did that. And then that gave me so much confidence to, to kind of then move on and do some of the things that I have managed to do over the last, uh, last couple of years. But yeah, just the buzz, the environment, the medal, mm-hmm. the horrendous Erdinger or whatever it is at the end of the race <laughs> as well.
0: That, that alcohol free Erdinger. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible.
3: I mean, I'm going to drink it obviously, yeah. but you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, right, well, I've just ran half a marathon now. Um, Next week I'm going to run a full marathon. Can, can I do that? And there's so much psychology in it to, to get to that stage and and actually overcome that. Um, I trained for it, so you know I was I was well prepared. But I don't know. I think it's definitely jumping into the deep end. Those oh, those first two races.
0: Absolutely, I think there's um, there's the psychological. With uh, with stepping up to that marathon distance, that you can train as well as as well as you want, but your head's got to be in it on the day. Um, so we are in. If you're saying Manchester half and Yorkshire, this is autumn of twenty. Yeah,
3: both so. in October. Yeah, within um, a week.
0: And uh, and I assume preparation to start building up to the big one in London in April twenty twenty, which of course didn't happen. And we're going to talk in a moment about uh the knockback of of COVID yeah. and lockdown and uh, and how that journey extended out for you a little bit longer than than, than you would have liked it initially however i just want to circle back around uh, to make a wish because you mentioned the yeah. fact that you fundraise for make a wish i also mentioned it in the um, in, in in the intro uh you've been a big big part of the make a wish team uh, since you started running um to the extent that they put your very photogenic face on a lot of their advertising stuff what was it that led you to make a wish I,
3: I think that's where the the story's kind of out on its own I've met so many people through Make a Wish, and they've all been amazing. They've all had a story, and a lot of them almost have a debt of gratitude to Make a Wish because they've had a wish or they've been part of the process where maybe a family member's had a wish. And I don't have that. No. I've got two kids myself, and um, and for me, seeing them grow up and seeing them flourish and seeing them develop. Even today, we you know, I'm, I'm obviously we're face to face, and just having a wander around rather valley this afternoon and seeing the lads jumping around puddles. Yep ruining the brand new Christmas trainers, but yeah. well. Anyway, that's another story. Um, but you know, just seeing them have those life experiences, just, it, you know, that's what it's all about. And and it's dead heartbreaking to see that some kids don't have that. So yeah. they're going through treatments where potentially, you know, they're in so much pain. And then taking that a step back, the parents, there's nothing worse than seeing your child in pain. So being able to do something selfless for them, I know that sounds dead corny almost, but that's genuinely how it, how it came about. I thought, you know what, I feel like I need to do something for, for these guys. And, yeah, um, again, jumping in both feet, you know, something that I just wanted to raise as much as I possibly could. Right, well, that's my target. That's getting smashed. And yeah. and luckily, you know, I've had so much support from people around me and, yeah, made that happen. So. Yeah.
0: And, um, and, it, and it is a great cause. And it's not corny at all. I think it's a very noble cause. And I think it must help as well. Uh, knowing you and, and, and having talked about it privately that the Make-A-Wish team are incredibly supportive there's yeah. a great line of communication there, isn't yeah, there as well which, which must help too.
3: Yeah there is and um, I've been lucky enough to have a few of the, the kind of the Wish families reach out as well and just you know like a personal thank you sort of thing and and that's just humbling you know yeah. that choking me up a little bit there yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know just doing something for somebody else that you don't necessarily you're never going to meet them but you know I know that I've kind of done my bit sort of thing, but I'll definitely carry on raising money for them because they're just a fantastic organisation.
0: And you're a very, very humble guy, so I know you won't throw it out of your own accord, but I'd like to know anyway. Can you just confirm for everybody? So up until, as of speaking today, how much money have you raised for Make-A-Wish?
3: It's just shy of £8,000. Not bad, mate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Not bad. Pretty special I,
3: I've, had, I've had plenty of support from from Paul as well you know so yeah. so again you know she was kind of she's the you know she's right there with me she actually was the one that started the Instagram so well we can you know try and throw it out there and we just come up with some just random ideas here and there and yeah. people just jumped all over them um, and you know people some people did really struggle to fundraise and yeah I, maybe it's because I had the better support you know from inside the kind of the camp uh, it's just been dead dead straightforward to do and right and ideas a, and then i've just run with it every yeah. time
0: uh, you, you know what i've had really successful fundraising campaigns I've like had ones were i've struggled and um confidence i think mm-hmm. is key yep. with it. you've got to not be afraid to one make an absolute tit of yourself uh, and two to sometimes fall on your face it might be Absolutely. that you it might be that you put out a uh, I don't know, I'm going to do a virtual quiz or I'm going to do an ice bucket challenge or I'm going to shave my head or I'm going to grow my stupid fluffy beard for a year. And it might be that, you know what, that only makes £10 because mm. it doesn't quite resonate with people. Yeah. But then you've just got to, well, that's £10 for me pot. What yep. can I do next time yeah, well, to try and make nice. a bit more? Yeah, and, I and I think that's, that, 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 that's the key to it. If people are struggling with fundraising. It's about being bold, being brave and, and that bounce back ability of, I'll go again.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I've been lucky enough that most of the ideas have worked, but you're right. You know, there's one or two that have just fallen a bit flat. You think, you know, I've had to work really hard to get to, you know, even the last one, the miles while I had to kind of pester people a little yes. bit more. Um, but then that's because it, it was an 18 month process essentially to, you know, get to the start line on, on London. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something in growing her. People like to see that either grow <laughs> yeah. or get shaved off. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, we've both got that in common, haven't we? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, so
3: let's talk about lockdown. And so you were supposed to run
0: London Marathon in 2020. Yeah. The, the London story is probably one of the toughest ones because there is a lot of controversy um, around, I suppose, how London as an, as an event organiser handle the delays, the postponements, mm. the subsequent cancellations. Also the fact that, london marathon was dated for what was it early april yeah. initially so yeah. we only locked down middle of march yep. so people would have been very very deep into a plan for it then to be postponed communication wasn't great will it happen in october then it didn't it can't have been easy mate talk me through your headspace talk me through how you got on that year how you adapted how you adjusted um to make sure you were at that start line ready and ready to go as you eventually were in 2021
3: yeah well it's funny like you said you know it was right up to the last minute the communication they were communicating but it, it was just such a hazy message that you well do we carry on training do we not luckily i'd fall in love with it so training wasn't necessarily a massive chore april we're getting relatively warm so it was you know it was okay um getting out early getting the getting the sessions done so i was still training for it um all the way up till, we were Wilmslow. Wilmslaw. I was due to do Wilmslaw and it was a Saturday night. I'd done my flat lay because obviously that, you yeah. know, you have to Standard. do that. Um And I think it was about four o'clock in the morning as we were due to go at seven o'clock in the morning, they cancelled it mm. because of the, the COVID threat and people around the local community quite rightly wanted that, you know, cancelling and everyone else around had cancelled their events. So they said, you can run it virtually. So I ran it virtually and, and it was all around my local area, and you know how hilly it is around yeah. uh, where I live. Um, and yeah, it was a you know really, really strong PB. I, I'm not like 15 minutes off my PB. So I was, I was absolutely firing ready to go for London all the way up until a couple of weeks later when they actually said, well, we're, we're not going to run it at that point and it's going to be in October in some guys. So then it's like, okay, well, there's literally nothing we can do. Um, and we were in full lockdown then, so everyone was in the same boat. Yeah. So I don't know, I think you can kind of get down on your look a little bit I just got on with it and you know work was interesting because quite a few of us got furloughed I didn't I carried on so everyone was in the garden loving life because everyone you know the kids were off school and uh, Paula got furloughed as well so yep. I was the only one working and then getting yeah. out and running so yeah. you know nothing really changed for me in, in that term so I just cracked on really um, I know it was tough for a lot of people but I don't know quite lucky really I just powered through
0: got on with it and eventually of course got yourself to that start line uh we'll come to uh to, to london marathon because i know it was a bit of a, uh, a a good final chapter to that story yeah well, well there was
3: the october one that's an interesting one
0: well you had the virtual didn't yeah, you
3: yeah well? yeah um so me and my friend we, we got our heads together and we were racking our brains on how we could because for me running a marathon around the streets of Clitheroe didn't really float my yeah. boat too much I wanted to raise money that day and I wanted to raise as much as we possibly could. So it's like, well, what can we do? He'd run marathons before. I'd obviously done the York one. So I'd I'd done my first one. People aren't then going to put money in the same pot again. Um, and he was running for children with cancer uh, and obviously me for make a wish. So there's quite a lot of synergy between the two. And, um, and we just came up with the idea of, well, we could just start at midnight and just, you know, do a few runs. And then that then thought, well, how could we make that a little bit more entertaining then? Well, 2.6 kilometers, that would give us plenty of different runs. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the the, kind of the 26.2 sort of uh, thing. We then decided that, well, we could do that every hour on the hour because you could start the app at midnight. So we started at midnight, did 2.62 kilometers, absolutely pissed it down (laughs) all night. And um, people started watching on Facebook because we were Facebook Live before and after. We even got a few of our drunk friends turning up after nights out and stuff, uh, yeah. running with us, which was uh, highly entertaining. Um And people just got right on board with it. And we did 16 runs. So it was midnight all the way through till uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. And the last few were socially distanced from one of the local pubs. And right. uh, and yeah, God of honor when we came back. And Brilliant. that day between the two shows, we raised 4,000 pounds. Like the community was just unbelievable. Incredible. And, Incredible. and again, it's so humbling though. Just, you know, people actually, Getting on on board with two idiots from the north, just you know, having a bit of a chat, no. it's yeah, unbelievable.
0: It's, it's it's a good point as well, and it, it it is humbling. But it's also we've kind of the common thread we keep coming back to is talking about sort of sort of ideas for charity fundraising. Um, and it's online is great, and yeah, we're, we're going to talk in a minute about the, the Instagram running community because I know you're you're a big advocate for it and a big part of it. But one thing that you can't um. Downplay or, or ignore the value of if you really want to be successful as a fundraiser is getting yourself physically out in front of people, totally agree. Um, and, and, and doing something that catches their attention. Yep. We, um, uh, you know, I don't want to hijack the narrative, but we did a run on our prostate cancer UK drive. We put Matt in a dress, uh, yep. and we just ran around Poolsbrook Park. And three, and there was no plan to fundraise, it was literally just to be honest. I wanted to make a video of Matt yep. in a dress, us, yeah but we got 20 we got two people came over to us and just put put their hand in the pocket and gave us money they they sought us out what are you doing this for we didn't advertise we didn't tell anybody well, It
3: happened didn't it when we did park run um you know that that was yep. that was part yep. of the fire like in um yeah yeah community challenge and thought so, well how can we make this look a little bit less silly for us or we'll take a make a wish team with us <laughs> um, that was <laughs> yeah, a last minute decision yeah, yeah yeah um and people were doing the same thing and I, I, you're totally right you but you again i think going back to what you said earlier it's putting yourself out there yeah and if you put yourself out there uh, you, it almost makes you makes you vulnerable and people kind of buy into that a little bit more agreed i mean i've never been more vulnerable than wearing a school do. girl dress, <laughs> <very> fair, but <laughs> um you
0: chasing your uncle in old castle yeah the
3: absolutely girl. but but yeah you're right and and people do buy into these things yeah. don't they? and yeah it, it is dead humbling and you know and and i do the same though oh they're doing yeah. something out of the ordinary right okay you know i want to know what it is sort of thing so yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's definitely definitely good
0: agreed um so talk to me let, let's let's touch on on the online running community then how, how yeah. have you found the instagram uh, the online you've mentioned the power of the online running community how much you've enjoyed it mm. How's that impacted supported and, and i guess driven your running journey
3: it's definitely driven the journey um because i've met so many like-minded people i think that's that's the first thing Fundraising wise, it's not really done a massive amount for me no. because because there's so many people trying to fundraise. True. Maybe a couple of ideas from what other people have done, but then to take those and put your own spin on them. Um, but just the fact that everyone's been there and done it, you know, the majority of runners have had a poo in the woods. Um, quite a few of them have shared the stories with you, which is a yeah. bit weird. But um, <laughs> but you know, we we've all got that commonality. Everyone's had a bad run. Everyone's then you know doubted themselves. You know. For me it, it just means that you've got people that are doing the same thing I've got friends that I've you know known all my life that are still my best friends but I speak to you a lot more it's yeah. it's mad you know up until eighteen months ago I didn't know half of the people that that speak to me on a daily basis I mean I'm sat in your your little podcast studio now and you know we've become really good friends as a result of meeting online it's just yeah it's brilliant it's a, it's a really good place. I know that some people have have issues with it but um but yeah, I, I've only had a positive experience.
0: Yeah, and there is of course a dark side to it. But if you take the positivity and if you channel it in a, in, in a good way, oh yeah, it, it yeah. absolutely can help.
3: Okay, so let let's get to the crescendo then. Well, just before you do that though, just kudos to you though. I think I think what what you've managed to do over there, and a lot of people said it. So you know, I don't want to kind of inflate your your ego any more than it's, it is. It's, it's inflated enough, don't but, we? But um, but you know what what you and Matt have, have brought together, and the, the other guys, you know, again, all of my as friends behind the scenes, you know the. You're just a, a top set of people, and and what what you've actually managed to pull together in this short space of time is uh, is something you should be dead proud of. So
0: we are. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it, mate. And it is humbling. Keep saying that word to hear it. But um, this is your show, not mine. So no. Let's, well, there we go. Let's get to your. Let's get to the crescendo. Let's get to the um uh, as 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 it is now. I guess the final chapter of the first book. Of yeah. running For JP, tell me about London Marathon, man. How was it?
3: Oh, it was everything that I'd wanted it to be. So I was lucky enough to do the Great North Run in uh, in September, and that was that was awesome uh, in itself. But that was kind of the appetizer for the for the main event. Um, all the stories that you hear about it are just true. It's just unbelievable. Um, I had a, a really solid run over to the last ten k, and then I absolutely died on my ass. But it was just about getting it done. Um, and yeah, I, I still smashed the target that I wanted. to. yeah. And I think that's interesting as well because there's kind of two targets going in parallel. There's the fundraising thing, but then there's also the personal target. And um, when I've met with the Make-A-Wish guys, I'd ask them, well, are are you just trying to get around and raise the money? Or do you want to do something personally? And quite a lot of people, it's around the experience of the day, going over Tower Bridge, you know, the the crowds, seeing all the sights, and then raising the money. Whereas I was a little bit different and... Again, I probably put myself out there and maybe put my foot in my mouth a little bit and said, "Well, I want to do that, but I also want to hit this PB." Yeah. And again, I get I guess I'm a bit driven when it comes to stuff like that. And uh, and yeah, I I did it and absolutely loved it. I'd, I'd love to do it again. But uh, but yeah.
0: It, no, it's interesting because it is just a reflection of the really diverse spectrum of runners that we have out yeah. there so not not just within a fundraising community but everybody has a different reason to run and yeah. you know it, it could be that you just want to raise money it could be that you just want to raise money and have the experience it could even be that you've balloted for 20 years and you couldn't care less on this final time that you finally got into london you couldn't care less what time you ran because for you it is about tower bridge it is about yeah, the experience true. or it could be that you know what i've had this goal in mind i've been breaking my neck to the, to, to achieve it and i want it time-wise, whatever it might be.
3: Yeah.
0: And it, it's fine. It's fine. There's nothing... And I think probably one of the, the dangers that we have, and one of the things we need to be really careful with, is that we, 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 we are prone as human beings to, to rank the legitimacy of Endeavour. And it, it can become dangerous to think that one um, pursuit is more noble than another. And if somebody is doing it for a different reason, that you might need to put them down, or it might not be... As positive, a thing yeah, I think that's fair. And the reality is that it's not. It's not. We all run because we love running, and we get different things from it. And if you, if you're fundraising, if you're on a weight loss journey, if you just love the idea of going quicker than you went uh, the week before, it's fine. We're all here to run, so let's just enjoy it.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. Everyone can do that because how diverse you know the, the the whole thing is. And let's face it, you're only going against yourself, aren't you? At the end of the day. So yeah, no, and you're we, right. You're right. Agreed.
0: So before we wrap this up, my friend, uh, you are now taking the step from marathon with that book. Book one closed, episode one closed. Uh, you found yourself stepping up to the world of ultras. Uh, you've got your first one coming in February. Well, Russellbach, of course, is yeah. your training run, which will officially be an ultra. But we'll then Pendleway in the a day in February. Um, tell me, just before we close and we, we cover off any other kind of things that you've got in plan. How's the step? How's the step up to ultra been for you?
3: It's a stupid idea.
0: It is a stupid That's um, It's why I'm not doing it. Yeah.
3: Um, going back to what I said right at the start about the, the marathon, you know, being the pinnacle of, of running. Um, it was one of those things when I'd done it. Oh, have you seen this ultra thing as well? It's like, what? So hang on. I, I think I've completed it <laughs> and there's something else to do. Yeah. Um, not only am I doing one, I'm doing a really, really stupidly hilly one. So yeah. it's 45 miles. It's 2000 meters of elevation. Um, it's local to me, so you know, I didn't feel like I had a leg to stand on. I could have just said, Yeah, I'll come on, have a, have a drink, I'll, I'll I'll and I'll cheer you. I'll watch, yeah. No, I'll do it. Um, but again, I've, I've jumped in with both feet. Um, I've been out and about in the, the hills and spending hours and hours and hours of run walking, struggling to run up hills now uh, without yeah. wanting to get a flapjack out. I said that to you yesterday when we ran did, up a hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, training's going as well as it can be because again, it's a new skill. I've just come, come out of. A block of training where it's all about running and then running fast and running and running and running whereas this whole time on feet run walking it's taken quite a bit to get used to and yeah i i, I don't know if i'd do another one no no might be a one-and-done job i think so I, I think you know just to kind of go there and get the t-shirt um the idea of of running halves feels like the kind of the the limit for me yeah uh, and you know i think i could like get a bit better at that and, yeah. and keep chipping away time there i think the half is just a perfect distance because you know you've done something but it, it, you done just before it gets too hard whereas 45 miles in the middle of february <laughs> <in> <laughs> Lancashire, horrible,
0: mate.
3: it starts at eight in the morning <coughs> i went up there the other week and it was snowing um just because of the elevation it's going to be horrific so um yeah we'll get it done yeah. and I think there's about 12-15 of us doing I about, it I was about so. to say just
0: to top it off you've got to drag that tiny little idiot round with you as well
3: yeah yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy him some shorts as a belated Christmas present just so I don't have to hear him <laughs> whinging about that because I don't think <laughs> i could caught with that
0: about how much he's chafing uh, yeah. brilliant okay mate uh, so we know Pendleway in a day is coming up anything else booked goals wise that you've got that that you've thought I know you're saying you're going to go back down to the shorter yeah. distances maybe running harder um, trying to knock some PBs off. Is there anything kind of in plan yet for that or is it just get Pendle out the way and then see where we are from
3: there? Yeah, road? I think I'm going to have a rest. Yeah. I think being off plan just for a little while it's will, will be good. Yeah. Um, but also, 2022 is going to be a big year for Paul, I think, as well. Um, so I'm going to be on pacing duties quite a bit, um, which, again, you know, I'm, I'm quite proud of that, that she's kind of got into running as a result of me doing it. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, you know, she's she's now completed a first half marathon. So then there's there's a few goals. Okay, right, well, I can do that now. I want to do this and this and this. So she's you know she's run with me a few times and she's not killed me yet. So um, <laughs> she's asked me to pace her round half marathon. So and, and she's
0: absolutely smashing it. as well, She is so absolutely it. smashing it.
3: So so that that's going to be my 2022. I think um, I'll definitely look forward and, and you know I'm I'm in now. I'm 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 all in. So um, yeah, I, I think you know getting. Getting something abroad, I think. A few runs yeah. abroad. Yeah. People keep teasing this uh this Benidorm half and uh, Yes. I think that yeah. sounds like a great weekend yeah. away. Yeah. So yeah. off to the red line yeah. after, yeah. yeah. Exactly that, exactly that. So um so something like that, I think maybe. Um, hint hint. I think uh, I, I think we could make a Jolly Boys out. We'll, we? we'll have to get something booked, I reckon. Okay, <laughs>
0: so before we get out of here, man, we've been talking for half an hour. It doesn't feel like it, but then we talk all the time. So, um, anyone you want to shout out, mention? Uh, anything else you wanted to cover before I let you go?
3: Nothing else to cover, I don't think. Um, but yeah, shout out-wise, I, I just think generally, and, and everyone says this, though, that people don't want to get singled out um, or don't want to single anybody yeah. out, should they say, you know, because everyone in the community has got something to bring to the okay. party, which is... Again, this is just why it's so fantastic. So just just Instagram as a whole, I think. Yeah, because um, yeah. you've already had your little... I've had my room. plug, yeah. You don't
0: have to blow smoke exactly.
3: up my arse anymore. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: been good. There we go, Thanks. I've quite
3: enjoyed being on this side of the, the mic, actually. A bit different.
0: Yeah. A bit different. And we've not we've not said VAR is shit once, so...
3: No, no, we're not. That
0: can be the plug. There if you go. You, if you enjoy listening to the dulcet tones of Mr. John pick up and... Uh, you can stand me where you must do if you listen to this podcast. We do have another podcast. We do. The football Pundit Imposter Podcast. Uh, we'll link it in the bio if you've not heard of it already, but you yeah. can just search it. You'll see our ugly mugs on the front of it, uh, where we talk a little bit about the Premier League.
3: Yeah, it's it's lovely. It'd be nice to kind of grow that a little bit more, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, uh, that, but that's a good goal. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, people like football. I don't think they like fantasy football. We don't like fantasy football. No. So it's just it's more about football generally, isn't it, these yeah. days?
0: Yeah. there you go perfect good plug to finish right then dude i'll let you get back to it uh, i say i'll let you get back to your busy evening but you're spending it with me watching footy so uh, yeah let's go
3: let's do it
6: hello lads and ladies smj here and it's question time with me and another guy so why don't you come on have a sit on my knee grab an animal and let's stroke it together you ask, I'll answer. One time only for the whole series. Wink emoji face. Hello lads, it's uh it's John here, Big John, SMJ. I uh I can't do it. I can't do this bit, I cannot work with that lad. So uh I'm sorry, I've told him I record on Mondays, it's Thursday, I'm just gonna answer the questions myself. <laughs>
2: At... Sat, stat, Statman, is Statman Jack here? I can, I can do today oh, if you want. I had, a, I had a little alert pop up on my phone and I'm more than happy to come in and help.
6: Sorry, let me just uh, swallow this sick. Did you just call yourself Statman Jack, first of all?
2: Yeah, we like Batman and Robin, Statman John and Statman Jack. I thought no. I'd give myself a new name.
6: No lad, no lad. And uh, And secondly, what alert did you get? I thought I'd lock the system.
2: Oh, I um, I get like I get notified whenever whenever you call the the group, like the inner circle group, and I think I've maybe hacked it, and, and it bleeps up on my phone.
6: Oh, for five minutes. Um, well, lad, how are you?
2: Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you? Did you have a good Christmas?
6: Oh, I did. Thank you. It was busy delivering. Um, how about you?
2: Yeah, I did actually. It was um nice and relaxed. I didn't do anything too posh either. I even shopped at Aldi for my Christmas Eve buffet.
6: Congratulations. I'm um, a changed you, man. You are. You sound a little husky since I last saw you.
2: Yeah, I uh, may have had a few too many bevies last night and I woke up late and uh, yes, as you can tell, I can hit my throat. It's not me trying to impersonate you and do your voice. It's just some beer.
6: Thank goodness! I am going to have to show you how to grow a third liver so you can Ooh. handle your drink.
2: Oh, I'll be very pleased if we can do that. Maybe if our friendship blossoms, we can uh, start um, investigating all the possibilities.
6: That definitely won't happen. Anyway, lad. Um, before I get on with the questions, how how did you find our day trip, our bonding, our bonding trip?
2: Oh, I loved it. I think I think uh, when I when I came along, I was nervous. I didn't know how to act. I didn't know whether to be just normal Jack or be really cool uh, to pro- try and impress you. But I think it went really well. I had a lovely day. I hope you did as well. I hope you weren't too annoyed with me.
6: forgot <sighs> how many words you said. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if Robin, and Matt listened to this. Now, I don't know if they got the postcard yet, but obviously I took you to the sewage works, which is mm. good. Mm. Um, I loved it. As you know, I designed it at the age of 12, had it up and working. Um, well, what did you think?
2: It was nice. The only thing I didn't like about it is it did smell a little bit. Um, I don't know if that's what you like, but I found it very hard. I was very thankful for having to wear a mask in there because of the vid and everything like that. But it stunk, and I saw an. Oh, sorry, I um stung.
6: just to let you know a fact. I actually intended that, and I put the scent in the solids of everyone to uh, create that smell at the source.
2: Oh, okay, well, if you if you put it like that, Saman, I think it's a very smart thing to do, actually. If it, I guess it deters it deters people from going in there and ruining your work if they destroy it.
6: Exactly, finding my gold, finding my gold.
2: It's only for it's only for people that can withstand that smell to go in there. Mm.
6: I have to say one thing. If we're honest, we're open now our relationship, and uh, you did let me down a little bit, lad.
2: Why, what did I do?
6: The uh, first time I stepped in there when I saw it working, it brought me to tears and it did again the other day. But I, you had quite dry eyes.
2: Yeah, I do. I, do. I don't get very emotional, Statman, John, unless it's a film.
6: It but was a masterpiece. I was disappointed. I, was,
2: I did have a goosebumps and and the little hair that I do have did stand up on the back of my neck. So I did feel something, but maybe... Maybe I didn't want to cry because if you, were, if you looked at me, maybe you thought I was weak, so I did to try and hold everything back.
6: Again, one too many words. So shall we uh, try and answer some questions, get this job done before I regret a life decision, which I do not currently, as I have no regrets? Yes,
2: yeah, so the business, the SMJJ with Statman John and Statman Jack, our first, first instalment of question answering.
6: Yes, I promised myself I wouldn't swear, please stop pushing me. Uh, this is SMJ and a young man called Jack answering some questions. Um, I'll let you go first and you can take the rein.
2: Okay, all right. So the first question that we got was from Busy Birdie. Um, I'll, I'll let you answer first, man John. Uh, can someone go over the terminology strides, fartlek, tempo, etc. It confuses the hell out of me and how should I run these sessions?
6: Yes, uh, Busy Birdie, I like the name. Uh, it confused a lot of people um, back in the day as well, so just to let you know, a tempo is when you run with a candle in your left hand. The uh, stride, sparkleck, that's when you run with it in your right or on your head, but try it out and you will understand the terminology. Ah,
2: so that's very different from what I, I thought it was man Drum, so... I don't know if you wanted me to sort of give my insight or whether we should just yeah stick go to for it
6: anyone uh, it'll probably take 30 seconds if you want to skip this bit go on, Jack. yeah
2: i mean it's probably not as good as yours satman john so i'll probably use his um his example but i would say strides are after a run uh you would just do it'd be about 20 seconds you pick up the pace up to about 90 percent effort and then slow back down again so it's not like a speed session it's just stretching the legs out and sort of getting used to race pace uh, and then Fartlek is not the podcast, but it's where the name came from. So Fartlek would be you're going to do a six mile run, but within that six mile run, you may have two minutes quickly, uh, one minute quickly. I think it's the Swedish word for speed play. Um, so it's basically going out on your normal run, increasing your speed. So you may do some parts at half marathon pace, then easy, then marathon pace. So it's all just a big change. And then tempo would be about 80 to 90% effort so when I do one mile warm-up four mile tempo which will be Sam training for a 10k that four mile would be 15 to 20 seconds slower per mile than my 10k pace and then ease off again and it's just getting used to it and then you would increase it so if you're training for a half marathon you would do four mile tempo then a couple of weeks time you just six mile tempo and then I guess the only other one is intervals which would be Going to a running track, going down your local seafront, and you do 90-second sprint, one-minute jog, 90-second sprint, and all of these will be to improve your speed. So, intervals and fartlek would be improving your speed, and the tempo would be improving your speed endurance. But, as I said, the Statman Johns was probably a lot better than mine. I think running with a candle, I think I have heard that before, but in my running, my running thing, that's what I would say
6: uh thank you jack a uh, little known fact i think i just died actually and brought myself back to life that's quite a uh quite a situation that just happened there
2: see so our business satman john you're learning new things because you never knew that you could die and come back to life so it's obviously working out for both of us there
6: you are that is right lad right uh next one is from at sweat underscore much disgusting name um this person has asked best running shoes on a budget jack
2: oh okay so uh running shoes i guess are very different i would run in different running shoes than other people. I know our good friend Rob Hitchmo, he knows the shoes he likes, uh, the shoes that work for him because if you're overpronate you have to have one that gives you a bit more support so that you're not uh, getting those injuries. But I would say a a, a stability or a neutral shoe if you just wanted to try it out and couldn't afford to go and get tested would be the New Balance 860 V11. So that is New Balance's supportive shoe. they do I think there's the numbers like the 1080 is their neutral shoe if it ends in an 80 it's neutral if it ends in a 60 it's stability um but that's a good shoe that tend to be about 70 pound but get yourself the discount codes and the cashback, and it'll be a little bit cheaper and then the Saucony guide 13 are also a good shoe I believe that was one of my first ever running shoes not the 13 but the original guides the guide ISO, so um and they're very good running shoes I think Rob runs in the Siccone guides or it might be the rides but again a supportive shoe and it's not too heavy as well so you could use it for racing as well but they would be my two best
6: picks um okay that is incorrect what I would say uh, sweaty <laughs> much is you want to not exfoliate or moisturize the feet and just run on the hardest ground and build up a layer of thickness on the bottom of your feet and just run on them.
2: Oh, I like that, Samandr. But then what would happen if you went to a race and everyone had all those expensive Nike shoes that give you the the spring with the carbon fiber plate? How would your shoes um like counteract their their bit?
6: There is nothing like the spring of the sole of skin of your feet and the ground.
2: I might have to try that as well. I'll, mm. I'll give I'll give that a little go, Samandrill. Maybe I'll maybe I'll head out later. There you go um actually just one more question on that what happens if i get a bit of glass in my in my foot and i get a little bit of a cut do i put plaster over it or do i just carry on running
6: this is tried and tested for 79 years so far there is glass animals and humans in the bottom of my feet i'll feel none of it
2: okay i'll give it a go i'll give it a go with my little tender feet um so should i go through should we should we do one more step man
6: yes why not
2: yeah we'll do one more so um this is from Max Pollard 92, um, a very lovely man, I know. And he has asked, what's the top three injury prevention things you can do for running? What would you say to that man, John?
6: OK, this is very important, my lad. Listen in and you I'm cannot listening. go wrong. And it's actually not three. There's one thing. OK, you need to at 10 p.m. every Tuesday night in your left hand hold some red leicester cheese weighing in at 60 grams and you hold it for 47 seconds you will never injure yourself whilst running my lad
2: oh that's very nice i mean it's a long it's a long way till tuesday from now but i think i might have to try that mm-hmm. what, what do you do with the cheese after do you eat it or just throw you it away
6: place it down and you pick it the next tuesday
2: Oh, OK, so it, ha- it has to be every Tuesday and it gives you a week, of, a, a full week of immunity, I guess.
6: Exactly. Oh,
2: well, well, that's that's not what I would say, Max, but it's definitely worth a try. And I'll be trying. I would say my top three things would make sure you're running in the right shoes. Um, so if you're not running in the right shoes, like I said, Rob knows the shoes that uh, support him well enough so he won't get any injuries. So get your shoes tested, um, do your strength work and you're stretching so you you can't just go out for a run your muscles will get tight so uh, they've got like yoga for runners or and conditioning I do loads of work for my hips because these hips don't lie and they uh, sometimes do struggle and I get a bit of pain and my third and final one would be don't increase your mileage too soon so you can't go from running 10 miles a week to running 60 miles a week you would go up gradually so 10 miles one week then 15 then maybe 20 and then you maybe do another week at 20 so your body can get comfortable and then go up again and again and again so they would be my top three correct shoes strength work and don't increase your mileage too much does that sound good statman john something you would try or are you just going to stick with the the red leicester method
6: i'll stick with my method but uh talking about your hips there i'll be honest lad did bring a little smile to my face so congratulations
2: oh, oh good uncle that's all i've ever wanted in life to be fair just to make you smile
6: now, I'll bring you up to put you back down. I've got one more question, and I've got something to talk to you about.
2: Um, have I done something wrong?
6: You have, my lad. Okay. You've let yourself down. So, question is from at DirtMonkey73, my man with the enormous spine. Do you remember this question? Um,
2: yeah, I do. I don't really want to talk about it, if I'm honest with you, Satman John, but I guess... I'm just guess... going to
6: bring it up. He asked a question. You answered it on the gram. Yeah. Do you understand the means and money making side of this business?
2: Um yes, I should be saving the questions for our um for our podcast because that's how that's how Rob and Matt pay us by answering questions. And if I answer them on the gram, we will eventually run out of questions for the podcast. So they won't pay us because they're paying us by question.
6: Exactly. So what you do not know is this, I'm going to read the question again and listen carefully. Mm -hmm. What's your favourite dinosaur and do you like Westlife or Boyzone more? Yeah. If you were a fellow member of this inner circle, you would know that that was code for a very different question.
2: Okay, okay, maybe I haven't done my reading.
6: No, it's actually code for a position in the bedroom one would take.
2: Oh, so what did I answer with then?
6: I cannot repeat what you answered, but it made my eyes water, lad. With
2: with happiness or with
6: sadness? No, no. It made me tense somewhere I don't want to talk about. Made my <laughs> eyes streak. I cannot believe what you said. And uh, I'm sorry, anyone that read that for his filth. And Dirt Monkey, you are a naughty lad for asking that on the ground.
2: Oh no! So the so dirt monkey's in trouble, not just me.
6: No, he's not. He's risky. He gets a wink. You, oh. that's it. a different story.
2: Is that my first strike? It is. Okay, I'll try and be on better behaviour next time.
6: Thank you. You uh, you'll get two strikes. That's it.
2: Two strike, and then what? I'm out. Yes. But you, if you kick me out, Sam Andrew, and you're not going to be able to keep this business going
6: exactly and i need this business so it is a lose lose situation we find ourselves
2: okay okay so you don't give the strikes out lightly yeah they're well thought about yes okay i try me on my best behavior samandra i try can i if i do something really good like i take you on a really nice day trip or um i make you smile again could i have those strikes removed
6: we'll see why i didn't see that coming we will see my lad
2: you know i'm I'm a businessman i like to think of all possibilities
6: that you are
2: so yeah no i think that was a uh, good i liked our little day tripped out i liked our questions i hope it helped people as well what did you mm-hmm. think Statman?
6: good questions my answers uh, were great so hopefully mm. they helped you out and uh, sorry about jack's amount of words and his silly answers uh, taking this as a joke some may say but um yeah, yes. I look forward to the next questions. Actually, I wish someone else was with me, but they're not.
2: Well, I'll get my serious hat on for next time, stat, man. I think I'm taking you out on the day trip next time, am I? Do you want me to? I won't. Show... I won't tell you where we're going, but you know where to meet me, don't you?
6: Uh, yes, I've got the codes, and it's 10 p.m., isn't it? Uh, do I need to bring anything, my lad?
2: Um, um. Yeah. No, actually, you don't have to bring anything, just yourself and some great sense of humour.
6: I will we, arrive I in my skin, and that is all.
2: Yep, I just your skin. That's what I'll be there. But it's not 10 o'clock, actually, Sam and John. It's one minute past 10.
6: Oh, God. Sorry, <laughs> my lad. Oh, it's, so it's, it's, only,
2: it's only because there's a big ruckus there, and I don't want anyone like mobbing me and you for photos and everything, mainly you. Um, yeah. I just I take just, one minute past 10, um, and we meet there, and that's 10 pm, not 10 am.
6: Great, thanks for that, great, cool, All right.
2: brilliant, Girala. see you later, man, bye.
6: Well,
0: I certainly feel enlightened, Matt.
1: <laughs> if that's what you call it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know what I'm going to do about the red Leicester thing because holding cheese is a bit of a no-no for me. Yeah. But I, think, uh, I think the old candles in the hands will certainly be uh,
1: be one to have a go at. <laughs> Oh uh, I'm 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 definitely trying the cheese though. But the fact that you've got to leave it on the side for the week after. I I was about you, to say you, I'm you will got Yeah, you'll you'll eat the cheese. There's no way yeah.
0: you will hold a piece of red leicester and not
1: eat it. <laughs> I'm definitely taking Statman John's advice on, on board though, not Jack's stuff. Oh that. yeah, John Jack didn't know what he was talking about.
6: <laughs> Stretch? What's all
0: that about? <laughs> I think you'll find it's called (laughs) Uh, uh, Straching. Good segment, though. Glad to see the guys doing some some business together, and they're going to be continuing throughout the rest of the series. Uh, Like, Cleopatra coming at you. Uh, Excited to hear more from the world of Statman John and, apparently, Statman Jack.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, Uh, dear.
0: We alluded to it at the start of the show, Matt. We're going to finish strong. We're going to have a big Roll call. Uh, we're going to bring the roll call back, uh, to celebrate people's successes week in, week out. However, we're going to uh, start with a bit of a review of 2021. So,
1: yes. uh, have you got a bit of
0: a theme song for me?
1: I have, yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking about changing it up though, because the, the the all right part now, I like it, but I, need, I think it needs a, a fresh update. Oh, new year, new you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might not like it, it might, it might be terrible, like it always is, but uh, we'll probably revert back to the uh. All right, part in a bit, but uh, here we go. Roll call me, roll call me, roll call me, roll call me, roll call me. I'm the same boy that's roll calling thee. That just kept
0: going.
1: All take? right, partner. You know what's happening? <laughs> Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What have you been drinking? <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, that was crap. That was really, really bad. Uh, was not, that not, was that eating. was was that take
1: on me? It was, yeah, yeah. Right. No, it wasn't. No it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't. it was roll call me. <laughs> Roll call me, roll call me.
0: Yeah, all right, okay, I kind of get it. Right,
1: okay, hit me with a roll call, Matthew. Uh, yeah, so first off, we've got Simon Runner 78 completing my first ultra. Uh, yep. Awesome, awesome stuff. Simon, well done.
0: Yep, great job to you. Uh, I'm going to go to LD3519. He's next. PBs across all distances. 5K to half marathon, proving that hard work can pay off. A great year you've had, so a huge well done to you.
1: Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, soft underscore track visa, so Sophia winning the county championships, 1,500 metres and doing a full uh, 180 in uh, Yorkshire cross-country. I think that is what it says, I think. Something along them lines.
0: Yeah, yeah, is a picture of a giraffe on fire as well, but I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. uh, right, okay, well done to you, Smith. <laughs> Absolutely great work, um, Gary Ludwin. Good old Gary Ludwin. Uh, his first hundred K race, Race of the Stones, and he nailed a marathon PB. Sounds like a great year to me, Gary.
1: Well done to you. Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, fat lad from Woodhouse did his first ever race, the Sheffield 10K, and completed it without stopping. That's an awesome achievement. Uh, well done.
0: Yep, Yeah. Huge. Well done, Paul. It was uh, not a hard, not an easy first uh, first race to do Sheffield 10K with that that, that run up Brocco Banks. Never a joy. Uh, another Paul, Paul Griffiths committed to completing his first ever marathon. He absolutely nailed it. And he also broke his 10K PB with his last three races of the year. Kept falling time and time again. He says, bring on 2022. And we agree, Paul, it's going to be a great
1: one. It certainly is. Uh, Jack Penfold. He's put Team Jack, but no, we don't know him. That's uh, that's not what it is. And he put now our kid uh, running a sub 255, proposing to his best friend, and um, buying their first house together. Well done, Jack. Awesome year for you, mate. Well done. Uh,
0: it is. But can I just can I just make a point that he's pointed out two very important life events there: um, uh, proposing to Beth, and of course buying a house with her. Uh, don't know why but she's it, with him. But put he, he still put them after his 2 hour 55 marathon.
1: <laughs> Throw him under the bus.
0: <laughs> He's such an arsehole. Uh, okay, so uh, quitting my job and creating running events for the World Roll on two weeks time. Yes, Eric, uh, we we love Rasselblock and we cannot wait to get out to Sherwood Pines uh, to hang out with you and complete the first in-person Rasselblock run. Uh, well done to you for stepping out, mate. We hope uh, everything goes great in
1: on the 16th and we wish you every success in the future. Yeah, well done. Uh, running runner com- completed the, the Conway half in just under the two hours. They uh, were expecting a time of two forty-ish. Uh, love the race, and that is an awesome time to get under when you were when you were expecting two forty forty minutes under what you were expecting. Awesome stuff. Well done.
0: Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So and Angela runs um, uh, new, felt like family member, but super active mm-hmm. at the moment. We are glad to have you on board. And she says, take just taking up running um 33 years late but better late than never it absolutely it really is. is but uh but yeah amazing and i know that you are you've got some good stuff planned including you're going to be relaying the manchester marathon with funny enough running runner 81 i believe if i'm right um so yeah i might be completely wrong with that but let's go with that uh huge things on the horizon 2022 for you and uh, keep it up
1: yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, Nick, Nick Finner, uh, being part of the WTF family, uh, looking back on all his 2021 pictures, and the full of us lot. So, uh, yeah, th- thanks, Nick. And also, he says he's very proud of our Jodie as well, uh, going through what she's going through. Uh, hashtag I'm the Storm. Yeah, we yeah, second yeah. that. Uh, Dirt Monkey, Nick? Yes, we certainly do.
0: And motion carried. Victory 87 <laughs> hitting 1,000 kilometres of running. The original plan for 2021 was only 500 kilometres And Vicky went out and doubled it. Absolutely smashed it. Well done to you, Vicky.
1: Nice one. Uh, Gazitude, new marathon PB and 40 mile ultra completed. So well done, Gaz. Awesome stuff.
0: Tick that one off. Uh, Roll on. uh, Big plans for next year for you, sir. Uh, Laura, Mrs. Blackwell, 84. A 40 minute marathon PB. Huge amount of time to knock off. And also a new 10K PB just for good measure.
1: Nice one. Uh, Awesome running, Laura. Well done. Uh, Our Paul, Paul Road to London. Completing my first marathon, uh, that, that down in that layer, London, awesome stuff. And I saw you share the photos again the other day. Uh, great day out for you. Well done, well done, Paul. Yeah, he did really,
0: really well. And of course, Julie, 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 Julie. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, getting a hundred KPB. No mean feat, Julie, Julie, Julie. <laughs> Who gets a hundred KPBs? Julie, Julie, Julie does. No, I could, I could try a hundred one KPBs, but. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, well done, Julie. Absolutely amazing work and a great year for you.
1: Yeah, awesome. Bradder's uh, run. Brother's run. Uh, we all love our Andy. 45 minute 10K at Warrington and consistent 20 minute 5Ks throughout the year. Uh, awesome running, Andy. That's great stuff.
0: Yeah, he's had a really consistent back end to 2021. Yeah. Awesome. Think uh, I think twenty twenty-two is the year that he breaks into that next bracket from a from a times perspective. He's he's doing amazing. Um never mind the fact that he got a brain hemorrhage a couple of years ago. Absolutely incredible blood. Um another uh, local lad, Rob Corns runs weirdness. Raising £500 for Parkinson's, not a huge amount, but I know it's much needed. It is a huge amount, Rob. You smashed it, you smashed that race. You've smashed it running this year. It's been great having you as part of the team. It's been great meeting you in person.
1: I'm looking forward to more of it next year. Yeah, awesome stuff, Rob. Well done. Uh, finally, we've got Derek Goes running. I think this is apt for us all. Halfway surviving it. So, everybody, well done. Getting through 2021. Uh, such a tough year. Such a Hard uh, things to go through with COVID and lockdowns and everything else. Uh, so, yeah, second, what uh, what Derek said, and we survived 2021. Uh, so that one, I think, is for everybody, mate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And as we've actually been recording this, we have had another one just drop on. Drop on I've refreshed it, so I'm glad I did. Right. Uh, our good friend, father family OG, Kyla, uh, sums it up quite nicely, really. She just put, I'm proud that I've not given up on running.
1: Well yeah. And I
0: love that because okay. it, it, cause yeah. sometimes you want to give up and sometimes the tough times can feel really tough. And I know Kyla's gone through it um, in spades this year, uh, but she's out there again. She's absolutely smashing it. She's done great things in the meantime when she was a bit low on running with the volunteering and, and all the stuff she does at Milton Keynes Park Run. Uh, she's done awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how she goes from strength to strength in 2022 and, and a good, good, good message for everybody that, you know, when it feels a bit shit, don't give up. Because no. the next good run's just round the corner. Yeah. Hey, Matt, that's all the ones we've got. But before we move off this segment and finish the episode, what's your proudest achievement of 2021 from a running perspective?
1: Um, not running off from you from Ian Chester, I think. That was- <laughs> <laughs> that's not even
5: a joke, is it? <laughs> no,
1: no, it's not. I mean, I, I, many times I thought I'm going to have to leave this knobbed in a minute to my fucking head. But I didn't. I stuck with it. I ground it out, and we got and we got you round. Yeah, thanks, mate. You absolutely. <laughs> you know, it wasn't
0: my favourite memory of 2021.
1: Me dragging you around. <laughs> you
0: just. dragging me around Chester Marathon. Uh, and, any other ones that stand out? Any other? We didn't do a
1: lot of racing, did we last year? Uh, I think my, one of my proudest moments, as well, uh, from from a a non selfish perspective, mm. is, uh, is is seeing Donna cross that finish line at Alton Towers. Uh, the emotion and the the Chills that came down my spine seeing her run down that finish straight after uh, Busy Birdie, uh, Karen and uh, Hayley helped her round. Um, it was an awesome, awesome thing to see uh, and seeing the emotion on her face and everything uh, through that. Uh, that yeah, that was probably one of my proudest, proudest moments and favourite moments. And obviously seeing all the Fartlet family uh, around yep. Alton Towers as well. That was that was awesome. Yep.
5: good
1: one. Yeah, man. What about you? What, what's your proudest
0: Do you know what? Considering I had a crap marathon, I didn't really do a lot of racing. Um, You'd think on the... I didn't really... I I, I didn't do that many miles compared to the year before. Um, You'd think that there probably wasn't a lot to call out, but I did have a couple of really, really enjoyable moments from 2021. Um, uh, Mainly to do with the podcast um, Mm. and mainly not particularly to do with running, if I'm dead honest. Um, (laughs) But I I think organising the What the Fartlet Cup back in July... Um scoring a goal with my right foot, that was pretty good Um yeah. I've listened to the audio again and you can just hear you as as, as that ball hits the back of the net you can hear you ch- trying to chase me down to tackle me and on the video that Ollie took you can just hear you going, oh no, not him <laughs> uh, <laughs> which made it even sweeter but no, just seeing uh, the look on everybody's faces enjoying it, um, having a great time Um uh, at both that and the, the Alton Towers uh, race, they're probably my proudest moments those meetups that we organize and and the smaller ones as well going to Milton Keynes doing the coffee mornings at Rother Valley there's a lot of good meetup stuff that we've done But, uh, but those two particularly stand out I just remember I think I said to you before we don't get a lot of happiness in this world do we we get a lot of a lot of um a shit that we've got to dredge through um, and, uh, and, and 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 tough times and, and hard days, particularly in this COVID topsy turvy world. But they were two days where I just I just remember at specific moments in that day, looking around me, seeing everyone having a really good time, and just thinking, you know what, I'm I'm dead happy. Mm. I'm dead happy. And my my other one is, uh, is 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 Harry Junior partner with Harry. Junior partner yeah. with Harry has been a real real win for me. I've really enjoyed going and um, and getting to spend time with him and seeing him start to enjoy running and. And go from
1: strength to strength. So they're mine. Lovely. Lovely. I love it, mate. Uh, right then. Have we got a few fan Uh We have, yeah. Obviously, thank, thank uh, JP and Jack. Uh, thank the proper JP, the only JP that matters, uh, the, the king of this episode, uh, J- John Pickup. Uh, thank you for his chat. Thank you to Graham Linley for everything he does. Um, the awesome theme music you probably had the different Christmas one over the Christmas period, which was awesome that he did last year for us. Um thank you to everybody that's producing the, the newsletter and stuff as well. That's mm. that's going from strength to strength. I'm loving seeing that in the in the inbox every week. Um I think that's about it, isn't it? Yeah uh, that's a, that's pretty good. That's yeah. Ben and Emma, of course. But yeah. Yeah, and Emma themselves. Uh yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, nice one. And a big thank you, of course, to everyone who's taken part in the What the like Cup, uh, yeah.
0: the part-run cup. That's been great. Uh, to organise them, we're glad that we've got over 50 of you involved. Um, uh, do you want to hear what we've got on next week, Matt? No, oh, yes, please. So we have got um, uh, Dominic Camponi on. Oh, right. uh, Dominic is an amazing weight loss story. Uh, over 11 stone he's lost, which is absolutely wow. incredible. Um, and he is posting some ridiculously good times over the marathon distance. He's also completed an ultra. Uh, it's a great story. We find out all about how he found running at a time when he was pretty low, when he was he was struggling with his weight and how he's used running to overcome that. Um, and now he's in a really good place and he's got big plans uh, uh, in, in for the future. So it was a great chat with a great dude. And I'm really, really, y- Yorkshireman as well.
1: So you'll be able Yorkshire. to
0: understand it. Yorkshire. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, looking forward to chatting to him and sharing his story next Thursday on episode two, series six of the podcast.
1: Yeah, love it, love it, can't
0: wait. Excellent stuff. So nothing left to be said except for, of course, where can people get us if they want to uh, give us a follow, find out more about us. Matt,
1: everywhere. Search what the fault like podcast. We've well, got a website, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. um We've got. We've just recently set up a Strava group and a a Garmin group. So if you want to join that, just search what the fault like on there. um if, if, if that's a, if that's your bag yeah get involved with that um yeah tiktok everywhere just search what the file that like, you'll find us like a rash
0: website www.whatthefartlet.com of course uh, get signed up to the newsletter right. and uh, and i think that's that's about it really uh, most importantly if you do want to be part of our fartlek family we mentioned at the top of the show um we do meetups we do the part run cup all that kind of stuff um even if it's just that you want to have a chat with some new people uh hit us up find us on the social medias drop us an email all the details everywhere you, you can't you can't miss it it's not hidden um and let us know and we'll we'll, we'll let you know what we can do for you um, we never charge any money for it, anything like that. It's just just like-minded people nobody, getting together. Nobody pay for this. Nobody, nobody pay for it uh, at all. <laughs> Nick, Nick would, Nick and Neil, <laughs> Nick and Neil would probably pay for it. Um, yeah. But apart from that, yeah, we'd run out of money pretty quick. But no, uh, absolutely nothing like that. It's just like-minded people coming together, uh, just have a chat and get to know each other, and, and just a little bit less lonely in these isolated times. So please do hit us up if you want some more info about that. If you want to give you a follow, Matt, where can they find you? Uh, at Matty Owls. And I am my little runner boy, Rob. So with that being said, I think we should get out of here, my fine four-foot friend. Uh, until next week, may your runs continue in 2022 to be wonderful. Don't forget to be excellent to each other. Um, as always, the most important message, guys, be kind or just get in the sea. Uh, we love you lots, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.
1: Um, I don't want to do car no more. Uh, you don't want to do eh, the car. Eh. <laughs> Was that a sheep? Are you bleating like a sheep? No, I got nothing,
5: man.